Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're going to start slow, but we're always, always going to finish fast. No matter what the score was, we're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast. Let's kick off the second half of Football Sunday. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. They had us. We weren't defeated, but they had us. With just one hour until kickoff. Regardless of the scoreboard, you are going to be successful because you put in all the time, all the effort, all the hard work, and you're going to go out with this win. Joe has you covered like an all-pro safety. Steps up. Throws. Rashad is tackling topics like a blitzing linebacker. Pressure drops. Parsons came flying through. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. And 1080 The Fan. Hour two of two. Football Sunday with Joe and Rashad. Or Rashad and Joe. I thought Joe and Rashad sounds good, but... Hey, man, you win the contest. Your name's first, baby. I mean, I guess. You know, I'll take it. You know, so... All I did was stupidly pay thousands of dollars to the University of Oregon. (laughs) Sucker. I know. (laughs) Well, you know, you should have just did what I did and and not won. Come on. You could have got a third place. I think they felt bad for me. Come on, Grandpa Joe. Get, yeah. get that money for Dave. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm being real, I think they just, you know, Bossman kind of saw me up there looking sad and just kind of felt bad for me. He's like, okay, we have a show that nobody's listening to. You should you should be on that one, you know? <laughs> Wait, so, was Sports Sunday a thing before? It was Lynch. There? Yeah. It, it was, was just it, Lynch? I think it was just Lynch's thing. Riding solo? I, I don't know if he's riding solo or with, doing it with someone, but D- yeah. Was it uh, him and Jesse doing doing it? I I don't I don't remember. I know it was just the thing that just Lynch was doing. I remember that part. I gotta hell yeah. I gotta Lynch. check in about that. But yeah, that's he was, dedication. Yeah. So he was he was doing doing that, and you know, one night I you know what it was, uh, doing hunt for the host. You had to like come up with you know a topic or whatever, and one of those topics is why you shouldn't hate Carmelo Anthony. You know, and this is right around the time that everybody was completely. Rashad's losing. like, you better watch your mouth. He might be a blazer someday, hey man. Seriously, and 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 what do you know? But you know, and I, Lynch going to Syracuse and everything. We had a whole like fifteen minute conversation after the thing. And I was like, man, this is cool. I remember uh, meeting Lynch. Like, man, this guy is freaking huge, man. Like, was not expecting Those calves that. are a monstrosity. There, oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? But you know, here we are, eight, eight, eight years later. It's supposed to be a one one time thing, but 
you know, now we're here. Now we get to talk football, you know, in the second hour with my guy Joe Fish, man. Let's so, go. Let's go. Got some pretty cool stuff to talk about, at least at least I think so. We're going to talk about Geno Smith and is he the comeback player of the year? Of course, we've got Who Do You Love later on where Joe and I are both going to make some picks. We're going to say who we love, and hopefully the other guy will give us something uh, something similar to that. <sighs> I, yeah, i got to start looking. We've got uh, – we have two weeks of games to look at because, again oh, – so you want to go – oh, so you want to go that far. I just, <laughs> I just kept it as far as do we this do week. Pick, here, how about this? Do we do picks this week, and then we text each other next Sunday, give each other picks. So that way we have two weeks of picks. Okay. Something tells me that Sunday's going to come around, and I'm not going to remember. Oh uh, no, I, I'm like just like today. I'm going to do it right before we start. You know, so <laughs> start looking yeah. at the schedule for I'm next week. Pick up right, the schedule, like, okay, this is where we go. <laughs> so yeah, so we've got uh, Who Do You Love coming up uh, later. But first, Joe mentioned it in the first hour. An avid Cowboys fan, diehard Cowboys fan. Surprised he's not wearing any Cowboys gear now. By week. Oh, okay, so that's why. <laughs> that's why you don't show your love. Okay, my fault. But um, there's another team that's in the NFC East who is just absolutely flying high. Ah, ah. That's my that's my eagle sound. Ah. The Philadelphia Eagles are 8-0, folks. And this looks really similar to the year that they had back in, was it 2018? <laughs> 19, 17, when they won the, uh, Super, man, won the Super Bowl? I, I hope the logger is working because I will be getting that as a clip. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, that's half the, seagull, half uh, half eagle. Yeah, there you go. It's a it's seagull. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> a seagull. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> so, I mean, um, really, what can you say uh, about this team? Like they they're really clicking on all cylinders. There's there's nothing, and I know it, it, you don't want to hear this, Joe, and you don't want to talk about this. And I obviously, I understand, you know. But Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he's going to be in any uh, MVP conversations um I, I mean whenever you lead your team this well I think you should be involved in some of those conversations the numbers might not jump off the off the page to you but the the best the biggest number to, to look at is the one that says eight no and that's exactly where they are they're five and oh in their conference outside of the conference and division they're obviously undefeated there um in a division this year that could be argued to be the best in football we could we could really honestly make a make a claim to say that the NFC East is the best division in football, and that includes the commies that are sitting at four and four. You know, so I mean, they're doing this in a division that's super competitive. They've got a great receiving core, which I, I know this because two of them are on my fantasy team. They have a pretty good run game. You have a a, a defense that looks like they've kind of come around. But I'm curious. Because we've seen this in the NFL before. We've seen great teams. Our teams have great starts. And then as we get to the latter part of the season, you know, things might kind of kind of fall fall apart for them. So my question is, man, how real are the Eagles? I think they're for real. Um, I think they got a young quarterback. I think they've got a good offensive, you know, uh, game plan. I think they've got great coaching. I think for now the defense is playing as well as you can expect a, a defense to play in that division. There's nothing telling me that the Eagles can't make it, you know, as far as at least the championship game this year for uh, the NFC. Well, you don't become 8-0 if you are a middle-of-the-road team, if you're not good, right? The Eagles are clearly good. You have won eight straight games. But I don't really care as far as the record goes. When I look at they, who they've played, nothing stands out to me. 
They had the Lions week one, who they almost blew that game and let them come back and win that. The only impressive win to me so far is the Vikings. They beat the Vikings. They handled the Vikings 24-7 in that one. Then they played the Carson Wentz-led commanders at that point. Taylor Heineke was not at quarterback, and it seems like this team plays much more inspired when Heineke is their quarterback. Then he played the Jaguars. Then he played the Cardinals. Then he played the Cooper Rush-led Cowboys. Then he played the Steelers, and then he played the Texans. So, I mean, out again, outside of the Vikings, what is your next best win? Is it the Cardinals 20-17 to at Arizona? Is it beating the Cooper Rush-led Cowboys? Is it, I mean, again, there's nothing that is standing out. They've done what they've needed to do, and they beat teams that were worse than them. But you've got a team in the Titans coming up. You've got at New York. You've got at Cowboys to end the year. Packers will see what they're like. We'll see what the at Colts game like is in a few weeks because the Colts have had their moments this year. The Eagles, yes, they're 8-0. Yeah, they lead the NFC. But there, there is nothing that shows me that they are this dominant juggernaut that's just going to run through the NFC. They could be like a – I could easily see them going 13-4, and 14-3, losing divisional round. I mean, that could very well happen. But it's, it's hard for me to say if there's nothing special. You know, I mentioned Jalen Hurts. Hurts – uh, he's fifth in the league in passing yards. You know, you look at uh, um, Miles uh, Sanders, and he's sixth in the league in rushing. Uh, well, it's about time they gave him the ball. They didn't do no, it at all absolutely. last year. A.J. Brown is a top ten receiver, you know, in the league this year. Uh, um, who else? Great great team. T.J. Edwards is a top top five, top six in tackles this year. Like, they've got guys all over the field that are in the top 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 tens of, you know, in football totals all over the place, you know, offensively and defensively. And so I think it's good. Like, I mean, if you're looking at it that way, they basically had eight preseason games then. They've had eight additional preseason games to figure out who it is that they are. So now when they get into the latter part of the season, again, the hardest part to me is still playing within your division. I think the NFC East is one of the best divisions in football right now. You look at the team, it's hard to, it's hard to agree. The worst team in your division is the Commanders, and they're a 500 team right now. You know what I'm saying? Through uh, through half of the season, you know, they're already a 500 team. I don't think anybody expected that from them. They didn't have a football game last year. And now they're now they're sitting here at five owner. Problems with the ownership and all type of stuff, and yet and still they're still being competitive. The Giants have been a laughing stock since Eli was there, the latter part of Eli's career. They were a laughing stock. And now here they are, they're six and two. You know, the Cowboys didn't have a quarterback for four or five weeks of the season. They're six and two. Like these are some talented teams, and mind you, it could just be weak teams beating up on weak teams, like the NFC East has always kind of done. But at this point, I'm. It's hard to it's hard to argue the fact that they're probably, and I hate saying it, you know, but it's hard to argue the fact that they're probably the best division in football right now. Well, and I don't know if you're like this, Rashad, but my friend and I we had a uh, conversation the other night because he's uh, the same one I referenced last week that he's a Miami fan. And he loves to tout the ACC and loves to talk about how great the ACC is and what the other teams in the conference are doing and not so much what Miami's doing. He definitely likes to reference what Miami has done in the past. But I don't have conference or divisional-like pride as much as some people seem to have, you know? Like, again, I understand why you want the Pac-12 
other Pac-12 teams to be good. But yeah, there's a there's a ranking system for that. So yeah, it makes it the rankings make it to where yeah, you want your conference to be strong to be considered like the SEC, of course. And again, like when you have teams in your conference or division and they're winning the games outside of the conference and division, that does help the perception of the teams you play every year. I get it. But to me, as a fan of teams, of the Cowboys, of the Oregon Ducks, I, I'm not rooting for the Eagles ever. I'm not rooting for the Giants. I don't care if they say that NFC East is the worst. Cool. I'm not an Eagles, Giants, Commanders, Cowboys fan. I'm from the right? AFC East. So, you know, we're used to our division being terrible. Do you think so, I care if the Jets lose to the Falcons? No. <laughs> It's it's it just cracks me up because it's like wow that division is just garbage. I'm like well cool sounds like three easy wins for the Cowboys then. <laughs> if nothing the else, you, if nothing else, you know it could be eight really eight potential games there with some good teams that you could say. So who's the who's the worst? Who's the best division in football? What division is the best? Uh, I mean, if we're looking at the standings, I mean, take standings I, out. Take I mean standings. Yes, they're important, but you know, like you just said, not every win is created. You know, created equally. So, and then your your AFC uh, East is uh, not looking too bad this year. Even uh, the worst team in the conference, the Patriots, looked really good last week. They do look bad. Um, it's either them or uh, the Jets. I would say are the worst team in the in that division. I would still um, say it's the Patriots. Uh, as far as oh. best division goes, I'm thinking. Uh, AFC South is, or NFC South is pretty garbage. AFC South is not very good. Neither is the North right now. It very well might be the uh, the NFC East at this point. It's the NFC East, and that's why I mean that's why I'm looking up and down. Is like there's no more competitive team in any other conference uh, than them right now. Well, okay. Besides the AFC East, um, yeah, those two Eastern divisions, NFC and AFC East, every team is at least 500. Yeah. See, so. So fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> All right. Do from, not fly. Go back to your from, nest. From one bird, uh, bird's nest to another, man, we're going to move to the NFC West and talk about the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith. Is he the comeback player of the year? I don't know. Let's talk about it. That's coming up next on Football Sunday. On the- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (laughs) 
Basketball Sunday. Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. I love this record. I'm a fucking walking paradox. <laughs> so he doesn't even like this song. He doesn't do this. Man, shout out to Tyler, the creator, man, who's gotten so much better as a rapper over the past, like, couple years or something like that. Before, he was, like, unlistenable. Couldn't listen to Tyler, the creator. Now, man, Tyler, Tyler goes. It's crazy what a couple of years can do for you. Because a couple of years ago, Geno Smith was stinking it up <laughs> as a jet. Yes, what a, a segue. Man, I'm dude. Oh, that you know that is that's a top five segue of all time. Yeah, right there. flying high over here. It's crazy oh, what a shoot, man. I'm, we out here. But <laughs> Geno Smith for years, and I'm not sure if it was so much Geno Smith or if it was just being drafted to the Jets. Geno Smith, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. <laughs> Um, I think he might have just answered your question with that last yeah, part, being I mean, drafted by the Jets. Yeah, like, I mean, if, you, if you're if you a quarterback and you're drafted there, I'm doing the Eli. I'm not going there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not going to the to the Jets. But Geno was there, wasn't very good. Now he plays for the San Francisco, or excuse me, San Francisco, the Seattle Seahawks. And for a while, you know, he was a uh, – he was a backup. Just, just a backup. He was <laughs> yeah. just he was Russell Wilson's little buddy, you know. And uh now you fast forward and Geno Smith is not only leading his team, but he's leading his team to a first place to first place in the NFC West. Something that I don't think anybody saw coming. Not at all. Like at the, if you'd have told any of us at the beginning of the year, hey, the Seattle Seahawks will be in first place in the NFC West people would have laughed at you. You, you look at how good uh, the, your world champion Rams were, and they got almost everybody with the exception of Von Miller and Odell Beckham coming back for the second for a second go around. And you look over in San Francisco, and they just added Christian McCaffrey, and they looked really good last week. So, But up, up until then, you found out that the guy you drafted to be the, the, the successor to Jimmy G wasn't it, and then he got hurt, and now Jimmy G is back. So you would assume that the 49ers would probably be the second-best team in that division, right? Everybody loves the ability of Kyler Murray. Maybe not so much Kyler, but his abilities, everybody loves him. Maybe not so much Kyler or Cliff at this point. Yeah, oh, no, Cliff for sure. You see, I didn't mention Cliff. You know, he's no Sean McVay, you know, but I think his time has come to an end, and we might talk about, you know, some coaching hot seats a little bit later on in the show. But nobody would have ever expected – Geno Smith to be the leader of a Seahawks team sans Russell Wilson and in first place in the NFC West. Like, and so the question came up to me is like, they give out a comeback player of the year award, which is almost kind of a slap in the face, right? It's like you used, you was good or we thought you was going to be good, but you sucked. No, and, it's not always that it's injuries coming back. Yeah, from an injury. Sometimes it's injury, <laughs> but like, that's Dude, not going to be you Geno's were thing. trash. Now yeah, you're, you're trash. Now you're okay. Really now you're okay. Anymore. Good job. But there are some there are some guys that are going to go into that category. And right now, I think leading the bunch is Geno Smith. I think Marcus Mariota might be somebody's name who might be thrown as that comeback player of the year um, category. But uh, for the most part, man, Geno has been a solid quarterback. Again, numbers aren't going to wow you. He's got 13 touchdowns and three picks. But do you want to know why that's a significant number? That's already as many touchdowns as he's thrown for his career. That's the most number of touchdowns he's ever thrown in his career is 13, and he's halfway through the season. So Geno Smith is probably going to throw between 25 
and 28 touchdowns somewhere this season. More than likely. You know, if he's got another six games, seven games, yeah, he can throw another 12 touchdowns or so. So Geno Smith is going to be comeback play of the year. And again, it's kind of a disaward, but if there's anybody who deserves it more, after playing in New York, after being a Jet, I think it's Geno Smith, man, because nobody, nobody picked the the Seahawks to be first place in any division. Yeah, uh, there's no way. I mean, if you did, then I mean, more power to you if you did. Like you're, I just yeah, I don't know what you did before the season to make you think that. Congratulations if you did, and there's still a lot of season left. Um, So yes, they are not leading the division uh, at the end of the season still a lot of football left but you're right man and the nice thing is it's not like he's putting up um mediocre stats and these they're barely winning games like they are looking good doing it and he is accurate as hell he is playing absolutely really good quarterback football getting the ball where it needs to go getting the team downfield getting the long ball when needed running with his legs when needed he's just doing he's doing everything so so much better than you could have ever asked for and um yeah, maybe Pete uh, knew something before the season. In eight games that Geno Smith has played, five of them he's had a QBR of over 100. So, and only in only in three of them, and one of those is uh, he had 80.1, a 99.1, and 82.3. Two of those games he didn't throw a, a touchdown. The other two he was absolutely great. And so he has been really the model of consistency. And no, you're right, they don't do a lot of throwing the ball. They really re- allow Rashad Penny and that, that run game to – be effective and that's another reason why the Seahawks have been good and so I'm pretty sure Russell Wilson somewhere in Denver looking like oh now you now we want to do that right now we want to have a consistent run game now we okay I I see what it is but could it be that Pete Carroll just maybe dumbed down the playbook a little bit or could it be that maybe guys who just didn't want to play for us anymore because now you're looking over in Denver and you're starting to see that there may be some issues brewing we don't know, but, you know, losing will absolutely do that to you. And Denver hasn't been where I think most teams expected them to be when you get a Russell Wilson on your squad. However, like, I don't know if it's been completely peaches over there in Denver either. Uh, no, we've seen it hasn't been uh, peaches, as you uh, reference it. Um, hey, we got a kickoff time for Oregon. Just wanted to throw it out there what against is it? Washington. What is it? Four o'clock. Okay. Nice little afternoon game, okay. seven like o'clock that. on the East Coast for the for the playoff committee to I like see, that. see what they need to see. I'm a I'm a big fan of twelve o'clock games and four o'clock games. We went to the the UCLA Oregon game and that was at twelve thirty. I loved it. You know, we were just feeling just toasty enough to our time. The game was over. I was able to, you know, book it all the way home, no problem. You know, so yeah. I will say that something about a four o'clock game. You know, I get to watch football all day leading up to that, right? Whereas the 12.30 kickoff, I'm watching football up until 10.30, 11 out in the parking lawn, 11.30. Then I make my way to the stadium, Ducks game, whatever, or watch the Ducks game from 12.30 to 5, however it goes. And then you get a few games to the end of the day. So I like this one at 4 o'clock. Just so I can get some uh, other games in before. Do you never then. get football fatigue when you're watching? N- no, really, never. Oh my gosh! No, I, I can, can. After a while, I I just have to watch something else, and it's not even just football. As long as it's relevant football, like I'm not watching Maction on Tuesdays. Like no. you know, I, you know, shout out to them for taking over Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Did you ever watch the lingerie <laughs> league? 
No, I. I what was didn't it called? Know. Then they changed the name to the Legends League. <laughs> they still made him wear lingerie though, which is weird. <laughs> like that was the creepiest league ever. I, trust me, I uh, you know I saw plenty of highlights, and that's about as much as I need to. I'm not going to sit down and you know. I think if you're sitting down watching lingerie football, that uh, has you got some underlying issues. <laughs> yeah, straight up. So. <laughs> Shout out to the Legends Football League if that still exists. Is that still a thing? Um, I'm sure somewhere. Some pervert made those outfits, those uniforms for those girls. Yeah, try these on. I'm try I'm sure they're doing some Twitch streaming. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm follow sure. them on Twitch, I guess? <laughs> I'm sure they uh, stream their games on Twitch or YouTube uh, Live or something like that. Yeah, follow them. Also, man, you can follow me on Twitch at TaylorMade503, same as the Instagram, same as the, as the uh, what's the other one, the Twitter that we use. Man, you can find him at, at JoeFish3. That's right, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Do you know how to it. spell fish, though? F I S C. Look at my guy. With you know an H. With an H. F I S C H. The H yeah. part is kind of critical. It'll pop this. up. It'll, once you start po- <laughs> typing in, it'll definitely pop up, man. Yeah. So, all right, man. Um, coming up next, man. Who do you love? We make some picks for the week and for the next two weeks. Are we doing? I say we keep it easy on ourselves. We choose our three this week. If we're diligent enough to do it next week and just, again, tweet it out and send it to each other, gotcha. then we'll ride into that next su- uh, football Sunday with basically six picks. Gotcha. But, again, it's be- it basically depends on how disciplined we are next Saturday or next Sunday. All right. Because it, Sunday at 4 o'clock could float around, and I could have been like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of any picks at all. Fair enough. So let's make sure we So how about we just do our three and we'll see where uh, what happens next right, week. Here's to not getting too drunk to make sure we don't forget. <laughs> Coming up next, we got uh, who do you love? But first, Joe at Sports. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Rashad and Joe share their predictions and look back at last week to see if they still love their picks. It's time for Who Do You Love? Part of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. When I tell you I absolutely love this song, it's my favorite of all time. Thank you. I thought we were going with the YG version today, but I will absolutely take this one. Uh, it was a busy week. Okay. Busy nice. week for Joe. Yeah. Uh, the days flew by, but... You know, story. I'll, I'll get to it eventually at some point. Well, this is Who Do You Love. Shout out to Uncle L for making the song. Shout out to Joe Fish for editing this joint for us. So this is a simple game is where we go through some of the picks that we picked for this week. Uh, mostly NFL picks, but I might throw some, you know. Yeah, you threw in a Blazers one last yeah, week. Yeah, and guess what? You probably going to do another one this week. So here we so, go. Let's Unless go. you got them. Now, hopefully me and Joe don't have some of the same picks, but if we do, 
we'll have to look back at the at the schedule and come up with some new ones. Hey, live radio. This is what happens, man. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, last week, let's take a look at uh, what we did. Last week, you took the Bills, you took the Rams, and you took the Blazers. Went one and two. Mm. Uh, the Bills was a good pick. Rams, um, that was shocking to see how much the 49ers were for and then Rams, the, there's something really going on there, man. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, and that Blazers-Grizzlies game, man, I'm sure that was fun for you and your boy to watch live. But uh, Not as much. You know, Ja J- didn't do anything spectacular as far as a dunk or anything like that, but it was cool to be at, unfortunately, they got him. So, I, then, will uh, I went. Uh, I went Seahawks. I said Giants were frauds. Seahawks, and, and they were. <laughs> they did it. And they were. Uh, and then I was promptly humbled by the Bengals getting crushed by the Browns in Cleveland. Uh, so my Bengals minus three blew up in my face spectacularly. And then, um, again, unfortunate for the Beavers, but uh, I did get the Huskies' uh, victory correct there. So I go two and one barely this Two week. and one, so hopefully this week is the week that I turn it around. Yes, get back yes. in here. So we'll go ahead and let you start, bro. All right. Where I'm going first is I am going to the state of Texas, Rashad. Next week, we got a top 25 matchup between number seven, or at this point, number seven, TCU, and number 24, Texas Longhorns. And I am going with the Longhorns out of pure hope that it uh, knocks TCU down a few pegs and the Ducks can take care of what they they have uh, with Washington next week. So I'm actually pulling for the Longhorns. I don't know if they're the better team. I think it is in Texas, this game. So it will be in Austin, so that helps. Uh, But going with the Longhorns, so that way TCU gets their first loss of the season and things are even better for the Ducks next week. That's a good one. That's a good one. And I honestly think Texas, that that is a winnable game. Yeah, that absolutely is. And that's a duck. That's a game. A lot of things need to happen for the Ducks to move into that uh, top four, top five spot. And so that's kind of one of those dominoes that needs to fall. So, no, that is an amazing pick for you. Uh, Mine is going to be... uh, Man, so it's a battle of U of O quarterbacks. Great U of O quarterbacks today. Currently live. Currently live. Yes, unfortunately, we can't get it in here, but you know we'll keep you guys updated anyway. Chargers visiting the Falcons. Justin Herbert playing against Marcus Mariota. To my knowledge, it's the first game that these Oregon quarterbacks have ever played against each other. Yeah, I don't know if we had a Titans, Chargers. Or... No, and Mariota, whatever team he was on, Oakland last Oakland. year. I'm pretty sure he didn't play, although they were rivals, you know, so he didn't play in that game. However, Chargers are favored by two and a half points. Do you know what's happening in that game right now? I do not. Tell me. Are the Chargers killing? Uh, no. But uh, they are also losing 10 nothing. Okay. So that means Marcus Mariota and company are marching up and down the field trying to make something happen. It looks That's- like they are punting right now. They just got sacked. So, I mean, if you're feeling your Chargers, I mean. I am not. I'm actually rolling with the Falcons. I think the Falcons are better than their record says. Did you just write that down? Or no, did you have no, that no. I got in? it. It's right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm definitely rolling with the Falcons, man. I believe in Marcus Mariota. I've always believed that he was a quarterback that only – uh, that they didn't give really a fair shake to. Kind of like we talked about the Jets quarterbacks. Um, Tennessee has not done anything to support their quarterbacks in any regard. And so uh, I do think Mariota's better than that. So I got them winning this game against the Chargers and Justin Herbert. Well, uh, you little cheater, writing that down after I tell the uh, tell you that the no. Falcons are up 10 nothing. No, it's right here. It's right here. All right. It's circled in everything. All right. 
I'll believe you. So Texas uh, Longhorns and the Falcons were our first picks. Uh, I am also staying in the NFL for uh, my second pick here. And that is going to be the Arizona Cardinals, which is now down to minus one and a half. I went with the Seahawks last week out of pure pettiness because I thought the Giants were frauds. Ended up being right. But the Seahawks, uh, you know, the rubber's got to meet the road at some point. Right. They're not just going to go and win every single game. They're not going to win every conference or divisional game. It's in Arizona. Uh, I, I think the Seahawks have a little bit uh, back to reality moment. They take the L today. But, again, Arizona minus one and a half. It will be close. By I am taking the Cardinals minus one and a half. That's a great, that's a great pick right there. And the Cardinals, again, sneaky good, not great, but yeah, they they're three and five. Yeah, three, but, yeah but they, they they've can, had their moments, but also it's just been compared to last year, very inconsistent. They can absolutely turn this around. Okay, curveball for you. Worst team in basketball so far. One of the worst teams has been the Los Angeles Lakers, standing at two and six right now. They will be playing one of the best teams currently in basketball, and that is the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs make the trip to L.A. The Cavs are favored by four and a half points. I think with Russell Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, the Lakers look like they might be kind of a different team. I'm taking the Lakers for the upset tonight. Uh, I think Russ Westbrook has a big game. I think LeBron does LeBron-type things, and then the rest of the guys like Lonnie Walker and some of those other dudes end up stepping up to do something. I got the Lakers upsetting the Cavs tonight at home. Lakers upsetting the Cavs? Okay. I hope it doesn't happen for uh, Blazer fans' sake. But, uh, hey, man, the Cavs are looking good, though. Kevin man. Love is, like, back to being Kevin Love. Man, um, look at those young boys, man. You this tall at- white dude, Devin Wade, who is suddenly getting minutes. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen went off for, like, 30 points the other night. And the guy that made it all come together is Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. I don't know what they were thinking about letting Donovan Mitchell go. Cherry but, on top. Yeah, so that team is incredibly stacked. But I think uh, the Lakers at home uh, with the new Westbrook coming off the bench, averaging right around 17, I got the Lakers winning that game. All right. And for my last pick, it is going to be Sunday night football. Titans at Chiefs. The Titans not going to have uh, Ryan Tannehill yet again, so Malik Willis will be starting quarterback after throwing for, I think, like 70 yards last week. I don't think he even got to 70. No, honestly. he didn't. But they're really high on Malik Willis in Tennessee, though. The thing is, you're like, wow, Joe, you're really going to take the Chiefs over the Titans, really sticking your neck out there. Yeah, bold pick. No, no, no. I'm going with Chiefs covering the 13 and a half points for shot. I know it's a big spread, but I'm going to risk it. I'm going for it. I want to have some fun with this last pick. I'm not. I'm looking around. Rams, Bucks, Bucks are three. I mean, I got the Cardinal Seahawks. I don't really care about betting on the Saints or the Ravens. And again, the the Chiefs Titans. Yeah, it's Malik Willis, but that's 13 and a half. Let's have some fun with it. Chiefs cover the two touchdown spread essentially tonight on Sunday Night Football. Book it, baby. Okay, that's, that is a big one. I'm really big the Chiefs. Uh, I guess I'll go my last one. I'm also going to stick with the NBA. Man, our Portland Trail Blazers tomorrow night visit the Miami Heat. The last time the Blazers played the Heat, it was an upset. Or I guess the Blazers, you were upset. Miami came through with the victory. Uh, None of the Heat players played incredibly great, but they did win the game. Right now you have Anthony Simons averaging 22 points. Uh, Even uh, Jeremy Grant is putting up almost 18 points a game. And then Yusuf Nurkic, probably the biggest surprise of the season, 14 points and 11 boards uh, on the season thus far. I've got them beating this team. Obviously, it's not. There's going to be no Damian Lillard, but um, 
I think there should be some payback for them. The Blazers were on riding a, a nice little wave when they met the Miami Heat. Miami played spoiler to them for their first loss of the season. I think the Blazers visiting South Beach will give them an opportunity to kind of return the favor and start this road trip. Uh, well, it starts two and three on this road trip thus far. So I'm going the Blazers beating Miami in Miami. Wow, rolling with the Blazers again. All right, Blazers over Miami. So for our uh, second go at who do you love, I'm going with the Texas Longhorns beating TCU next week. I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals winning today. Not just winning, but covering the one and a half. I have them doing that. And then the Chiefs winning tonight, covering the 13 and a half. So I'm going with two spreads and just a straight up money line on Texas. And Rashad, uh, you are going with the Falcons who have a 10-0 lead at this point. So right now that's looking good. And you're going with two NBA picks. Lakers upset over the Cavs. And then Blazers over the, who is it that they're playing? Oh, they have Heat tomorrow night. Correct. Yes, indeed. All right. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see if we do the picks uh, next week again. If we got a weekend off, you know, <laughs> we might very well just take the weekend off from everything. Right. I don't know if I'll be shooting you a text with picks at on Sunday at 9 a.m. Right. Well, we'll definitely see. Well, that was Who Do You Love? We do it every single Sunday that we're here at 1030. So, yeah, if you lo- you want to tell us who you love, make sure you text us on the text line. Wait, there's a new text line. Where's the number? I don't know. We have a new text line. We don't. Just try both. 503-250-1080. The old one and the new one is 503-864-6-FAN. Or hit us on Instagram. Hit us on Twitter. Hit us on Twitch or any of that other stuff, man. We'll pretty much respond to you. Do not point. hit me up on Switch. I don't have that stream going yet. You don't have your Twitch going? No, you can man. watch me play I gotta, WWE 2K. You can watch me play Madden. You can watch me play my player. All that jazz, man. So, yeah, that's we out here at TaylorMade 503. I definitely looked into it. Uh, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to one Danny Meringue, which also I'm going to plug Danny Meringue's Twitter right now because he has been um, he has been in a Twitter feud with Ernie Johnson, former NBA player who is now the um, – or, excuse me, Eddie Johnson – uh, who is now uh, the Phoenix Suns play-by-play color commentator. And <laughs> last night, uh, he called Danny Morang out and said, because Danny had tweeted out um, earlier in the night that he thinks um, that the Suns have one of the worst broadcast crews. So Eddie Johnson then retweets to Danny Morang and says, hey, man, why'd you delete it? Come on, dude. Stay true to yourself. Waterboy slash couch potato. I will come on your show and own you. <laughs> Ouch. So Danny then reply, replies, to be honest, Eddie, I thought it was in bad taste, so I took it down. I should have said Eddie Johnson is awful. I hate being that blunt, but it's very bad. <laughs> so now it's turned into this whole feud. Danny went out and he made a rankings of official NBA broadcast crew rankings of tiers, and sure enough, he put the Suns at the bottom of hate watch category. Jeez, that uh, I see you. I see you, Danny. He sent that out last night, 15 hours ago. Of the broadcast crew rankings now has almost 600 likes and like 60 retweets, <laughs> and it, it's created this whole debate of NBA commentators: who's the best, who's the worst. Mm, it's very just good, Danny. I see you. Way to create content, bro. Uh, all right, oh, man. man. Too come, good. Uh, come, coming up next, I guess we can uh, tie a bow on it. Right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess this is the part of the show that we uh, 
Call it a day. All right, that's what's up. Last segment coming up next, Football Sunday on the Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 10.50 on this Sunday morning. Hopefully that train is gone, bro. Because I want to go back the other way to get where I need to go. So it's shopping day on Sunday. This is where I get a chance to do all my domestic stuff. Shopping and cleaning and, you know, all that jazz. Got to mop my floor. Bro, I put I, I put off a Winco grocery trip twice this weekend. That's gonna, exactly where I'm going today as well. <laughs> I was you know? gonna I was gonna do it Friday night, and then I uh, was gonna do it last night, and then I passed out, which uh, was you know absolutely fantastic. Mid Saturday football nap, just top notch. No, yeah, but it was a problem because then I woke up at like eight, and I'm like, all right, well now I'm rested. Do I drive out to? Dare I say McMinnville, where the nearest Winco is to me? McMinnville? I know it's gross. It, it's gross. Joe, saying okay, that. okay, Joe. Let's let's have a conversation, just you and I, as and the rest of the people that are listening. Why on earth did you move way out there, bro? Hey, you know you're you're gonna learn that I am a I'm a family man right now. Um, my son he goes to school in Newburgh, and as someone who moved in eighth grade from one town to another and having to change friends and basically uh, start the whole athletic process over, get to know the coaches and have to the man you are today, build that trust. Yeah. But I wasn't crazy about it as a kid. <laughs> Fair enough. And I definitely see the value in having those lifelong friendships. Like I know I knew this kid from kindergarten. I grew up with him. We went to the same school, played sports. And so I, I value that. And I didn't want to, you know, in fourth or fifth or sixth grade or whatever, be like, you know what? No, I'm moving to this town. You're going to this school. We're changing schools. And now you got to restart, essentially. So I'm just going to have him take over Newburgh. You'll uh, you'll see him up in uh, the rafters with the, the likes of Taylor Braun and Brock Lutz and uh, some of the other famous Newburgh Tigers that, you know, played and balled up there. And uh but I will say, Rashad, it's not very encouraging. I think the Newburgh High School basketball team went like nine and twenty-seven or something last year. Just not not good. So um, he's gonna he's gonna save that town. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Joey for saving. <laughs> You're like whatever you need Newburgh. to say to justify yeah. you moving to Newburgh. Guess what? Hey, I'm, Danny Morang lives in Newburgh. Guess what? I'm moving to Independence. So I'm gonna. Are you my really? Son, my son's gonna be the star. Uh, everything no, in Independence, no, Oregon. <laughs> no, of course Damn not. Damn you. Of course not, man. Uh, Newburgh and Independence, that's two yeah, totally was, different things, okay? <laughs> there was a time that I honestly was thinking, like, man, maybe, you know, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, your son got a chance to grow up in, you know, small town and and everything, and you, you would imagine that they'd be dominant in sports, but I always meet a, a, somebody from a small town that's just absolutely lights out at whatever it is they do. Like I, said, I, don't, know, he, I don't know how many guys come from these small, like, uh, uh, Troy Palomalo went to Douglas. David Douglas. Douglas. He's from Douglas. You know what I mean? Like, not, yeah, no, not, not David, David Douglas. Douglas. Like Douglas, Oregon, right? You know what I mean? So, who knew? And it's uh, Douglas is kind of like near. Is it? I think it's Winston, where the uh, where the wildlife safari is and everything. But yeah, it just grew up in this really small part of Oregon, and it happens to a lot of people. Like, 
you know, Justin Herbert isn't from from Portland. He's from Sheldon in Eugene. Like, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it's, it happens, that small town. So it can't happen. So shout out to you for, for driving all this way. Oh, I'm, with, I'm not doing it. I come for the numbers. <laughs> and even that's like, bro, this is far. Well, the nice thing is that um, the sales team and I, we've been working from home the last couple of weeks. And so the commute, I haven't had to do it that much. But uh, How long does it take you to get here? I mean, this morning it took me 40 minutes. <sighs> Bro. On a on a busy traffic day, it'll probably be anywhere between yeah forty five to an hour. Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. One one of my least favorite things to do ever is drive. <laughs> I hate driving, and seriously, I don't like driving anywhere. I, I don't know if rather... anybody necessarily likes to drive. Yeah, and if you do, they do it usually for the fun of it. You if know, I can catch the max and... or do something like that, like I will one hundred percent do that every single time. So shout out to Joe Fish for making the uh the long trek all the way out here to uh. To I'm, the Pearl District. I'm making Newburgh my own. You know, got a little water in a hole that I go to get a, get you, some food. You just and... have to be okay with none of your friends ever coming to visit you that yeah, don't that's, live in that area. That is kind of the Hey, man, part. having a Super Bowl party at my house. Like, oh, word. Have fun. Well, hey, you know, I, I got a buddy who he works out in Dundee in the farms out there, and he drives through Newburgh. I got a buddy who works for the city of Sherwood, so he can drive on down. Am I getting Rashad Taylor to drive all the way out to Newburgh? No, probably not. No. No. Well, you're my friend, so I would I would make the trip at least once. Once, but it would be <laughs> in it a would calendar have to be year. Something really, really important. <laughs> you know, you're you're getting married and you're doing it at your house. Okay. Hey, man, give me a few months. You know, the garage has some potential to be uh, having some uh, man cave like vibes to it. I, like I was it. um I was already looking. I'm like, can I pull off a golf simulator in this? Oh, you're really trying to do it. <laughs> right. I was thinking maybe just some, a Pac-Man hey, machine or Mortal Kombat. Bro, you're you, thinking You said that simulator. it's going to be hard to get people to come out to Newburgh. I'm going to have to make it an experience. You're going to have to make it top golf if yeah. you want people exactly. to come way out to your spot. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to cook up some good food. you got golf simulator. I'm going well, to we, have to we do we all We know you it. make some damn fine breakfast sandwiches. So we'll, if you're making those, man, I, I'm all in, man. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, man, that's going to do it for us here on Football Sunday. Another beautiful Sunday, you know, just gorgeous out there. Just man, immaculate weather. And so, hopefully, you guys are bundled up, got your heat on, got your fireplace going in the house. Maybe a hot toddy or two. Maybe just a straight up whiskey. That's what I'm going to do after I go shopping. So, um, man, thank you so much as always, Joe Fisher. You can find him at Joe Fish Three on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, soon to be coming to Twitch. You can find me at Taylor Made Five Hundred Three, also on Twitter, Instagram, and if you game, you can find me on Twitch there too. Uh, for my guy Joe Fisher, I'm Rashad Taylor. See y'all next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 